until I sort through what the desk situation permanently is and mm-hmm. how it's arranged, I'm having a lot of trouble keeping the the swing arm in a place that's not completely in the way. So um, it's helping a lot to have it not desk mounted for the meantime. And it was a twenty to five dollar. Even if it's temporary, it's something I can keep. You know, a, a yeah. boom is fine to have around. I am RB. <laughs> WB. Arby's? You have the meats? You have the meat I sweats? B- I was BRB and now I am RB. Ready to get going? Alrighty then. Alrighty then. Alrighty then. I love that movie. Does it hold I, up? Have either of you guys seen it recently? Yes. The first one? Both. Okay. Are they still any good? I don't know if I can say they're good. I can say I still enjoy them. I think there are some jokes that you wouldn't make now. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. Um, particularly ones that some people have openly, uh, debated whether they are transphobic or not. Yeah. I'm not, I'm gonna, not going to be ashamed to say I still find most of that movie funny. Okay. I think it's credible to say it's, I think it's still funny. All right. I, I literally haven't seen them in 10 plus years. Yeah. It's all good. Hello. That's welcome. Cool. <laughs> JJ's here. Yes, I am. Michael's here. It's good to be here. Do you know what's not here? What? 150 gigabytes of orphaned files and cache files that I found on my computer. What? Got to be uh, almost floating off the desk. <laughs> I don't I'm beside myself. <laughs> that image is so good in my head. <laughs> oh man uh part of it is uh stuff we knew existed with um using what is it uh davinci resolve jj um Mm. there's something in your video folder called cache clip and uh you can go in there and just wipe out all those files every once in a while it's probably good for your computer I had forgotten to do it in a long time, and it had built up 90 gigs of cached files. That's a lot of gigs. Oof. Yeah. Uh, the other that's thing was call, I That's found, almost a Call of Duty Warzone. It's al- it <laughs> almost is. <laughs> Got him. Good dig, man. We're going to talk about Warzone in a minute. <laughs> He's still going. Sorry, I, just, I couldn't, not, I couldn't, I, I couldn't himself, resist. Himself up. I thought I'm... As everyone knows, I think I am very funny, and that's the important thing. (laughs) All that matters. (laughs) I also found 60 gigs of other orphaned files on my computer from from broken EA installs and other stuff like that. Um, A video file that I had uh, created that got lost in a weird place, stuff just in general that was kind of weird and nasty. That was a it was an achievement, let's say. I felt, yes, floating off the desk or the achievement unlocked ding, you know, above my head. Uh, 
paying attention to computer space all of a sudden paid off when I was down to my last 20 gigs and wanted to uh, reinstall Apex Legends. But that's a different story. Uh, Michael, <laughs> you, you hit some other achievements. Yeah, so I meant to tell you guys this story last week. Um, the weekend before this last one, we uh, we had taken advantage of the discounted Disney tickets that they were offering to Southern California residents, of course, right before they announced that the new passes were coming. But that's also a different story. Hey, um, hey, they but, wouldn't do anything nefarious like that. What? Uh, <laughs> not <laughs> Disney. Huh. Yeah, it's huh. totally large yeah, corporations yeah. are not your friend i keep saying <laughs> it i've said it for years and i'll say it till i die <laughs> uh but we were at the park and uh andy you've you know this because you've done it with me in a uh, a trip that we've been on to disney together uh, uh but jj for to clue you in part of going to any amusement park always involves standing in long lines and it's yes. nice to have a way to pass the time throughout the day when you're not actively riding something. So Disney thought of that. Well, yeah, Disney did. They eventually put out their app. But long before that, um, I had decided to undertake a challenge of trying to spot gear from every Major League Baseball team in a single trip. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. Oh, I forgot cool about this. Idea. We hadn't yeah. been to Disneyland together in a little while. And it's when been we a while. were, it was busy. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, as you might imagine, it the challenge varies with time of year. It's a lot harder in the fall when football is, is king. Right. Mm -hmm. um, there are several states and or teams that are harder to see for various reasons. Uh, the Florida teams, because they have their own Disney um, certain teams' fans just don't travel as well. Uh, looking at you, Colorado. Hey. Um, hey, wait a second. I wear Broncos gear all the time. <laughs> yeah, how often they do you wear low. Rockies gear? Oh, I don't like the Rockies, though. So <laughs> There so, we go. There we go. Um, so, yeah, it. Uh, we were there all day. And so, I, as I always do, I started playing the game um, and sort of... Mid-afternoon, I had seen 26 teams plus an Expos hat. Oh, wow. Um, Expos. So the Expos is always a bonus point because they don't exist anymore. You know what you need to add to your bonus point system? What's that? Uh, Portland Mavericks. Ooh, okay. You will start to see them. They, they sometimes have a C on their hat and sometimes have a very fancy M. It's bright red with white lettering. Huh. Okay. Uh, and if you're oh, interested in, in what I'm talking about, it's a Netflix documentary called The Battered Bastards of Baseball. And it's about Kurt Russell's dad's independent baseball team in Portland, Oregon. How? Okay. Okay. Yes. Very. It's, cool. it's actually quite fascinating. I mean, the, the documentary is light, but it, it's, uh, it's not a very uh, flattering look at Major League Baseball. Anyway, back to your achievement. Yeah, so late in the day, I've seen 26 teams, and the usual suspects are still MIA. So I haven't seen the Rays. I haven't seen Toronto, uh, which during the pandemic and Canada's travel issues, I, I'm starting to lose hope on. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen the Rockies, and I haven't seen the Royals. So I spot one, and then two more in 
quick succession. So I've seen 29 teams and I'm left with my nemesis, the one team that always evades me when I'm doing well in the game. It's Colorado. So we're walking around and I'm looking around and I'm looking around. And I figure, you know, it's busy enough. There's got to be somebody here. And finally, I tell myself, you know what? If I just stop looking, I'm going to find it. Like as soon as I do that. So uh, I tell myself to stop looking. I turn to my wife to say something. And out of the corner of my eye, I notice that the guy who has been walking right behind me is in a Colorado Rockies visor. Oh, wow. Was Whoa. it the uh, was it the red C or the CR in purple? No, it was the CR in purple. Nice. Wow. So yeah, for the I've been playing that game since 2012 uh, when I first started going to Disneyland regularly, and this is the first time I've seen all the teams. Wow, That's pretty impressive. <laughs> I think I would have trouble naming all the teams. Oh man, I could yeah. maybe do it with some time and like. Yeah. If you give me enough time and then don't cross out wrong answers, I'd get them all eventually. It's it is easier for me now that they've rebalanced the league so that it is six leagues of five teams. Oh, that would help. Yeah, yeah, that that doesn't help me at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd have I'd struggle with the national league teams a little bit. Okay. I think I could get all the American League teams pretty quickly. Uh, we're not going to do that live. JJ. <laughs> no, we're not. Yes, hello. You also uh, may or may not have achieved something. It was cryptic. You just said gas. Yeah. So uh, we talked about selling my car, and I did finally do that. Uh, I, the person paid me the money and drove away in my BMW. So congrats to me on successfully selling a car. Congrats to them. And congrats to later. everyone. Yeah. A, a car is back out there in the world, in a world full of not enough cars. Yeah. Uh, I assume they're going to love it a lot because I loved it. So I think they're uh, going to be very happy. The funny thing about it was the circumstances. <laughs> the uh, We talked about I auctioned it off on a website. Uh, that was a f- interesting process. I got what I think is a very fair price, more than I expected for the car. So I was really happy about that. Uh, but the details after that, right? Like once the auction closes on the website, you have to actually like get the money from the person and give them the car. And like, you know, in, in real life, the, the internet is only good at telling you what the price is. That doesn't help you with any of the rest of it. And uh, that process had been interesting. You know, I've been exchanging emails and stuff with the buyer who li- lives in Washington state and I'm down here in San Diego. Uh, so that's a long distance. So they had to arrange a flight and figure out, you know, when they would come and how we wanted to transfer money and all sorts of things. And, uh, so that all, you know, had been done and I'd been emailing back and forth with him. He was going to bring a friend down. Everything was going to go well. He was asking for recommendations of stuff to do up in the wine country. And, you know, so we were, you know, ready and the faded day arrives. I had taken it off work because of the way the travel schedule was going to work. It just didn't make sense for me to go to work that day. And I get a phone call at seven in the morning. Uh oh. Here we From go. A phone number I phone number I don't recognize, so that's not good. I pick it up. Hi, you know, this is so and so. I'm the buyer. I missed my flight. Oh no. Yeah. Here and we I'm go. Like, oh God. Everything is bad. <laughs> and he's like, but don't worry, my friend made it. Well, th- how does this help me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Cool him. Story, I guess. Your friend. Uh, yeah, uh, it, tur- it turned out to be a man. Um, I didn't know. Uh, but it's like, that's 
great does he have the money <laughs> like how is this gonna work i don't care you know so much about who takes the car i'll happily give it the car to your friend if you want to pay me but i need to have the money before i'm giving anyone the car obviously right and we had planned to do this like we would meet at a bank and he would pull a cashier's check for me and then i would give him the car there um and so instead of that he decided to wire me the money which is fine um it's kind of taking your risk on his part i guess that i'm not like scamming the heck out of him sure uh, especially since, you know, it's now eight o'clock in the morning and I'm meeting his friend in theory at the airport now at, you know, 10. So, uh, yeah, I wasn't intending to spend the day with his friend waiting for the wire to clear. <laughs> so <laughs> if it didn't go through quickly, you know, his friend was going to have to post up at a hotel or whatever till, you know, I could come uh, till the money had changed hands. But it all went through very easily. Uh, and so I met his friend who turned out to be an extremely nice man. Uh, at the airport, I picked him up. We went over to a empty parking lot and you know, I showed him the car and did a little test drive with him. And he asked me a bunch of questions and then he's like, all right, everything seems good. Uh, you know, by this point, I had already been paid. So I had all the information from the buyer. I did the release of liability from DMV. Uh, it was their car for all intents and purposes. You know, I was just gatekeeping uh, <laughs> stuff. Uh, and so, you know, I, I gave them the keys and, and everything. I was like, here you go. He's like, great. And He's, you know, he, he traveled very light since, you know, they had been planning to to drive back. So um, and he unpacks his bag. He pulls out a little satchel that he'd had prepared, uh, unzips it, pulls out radar detector, <laughs> plugs okay. it on the windshield, <laughs> yep. has, has all the cables connected and ready, pulls out a laser jammer, <laughs> plugs oh. that in. And it's like, I'm like, oh, his and he's like, yeah, you know, it's just like I've done this a bunch of times, different drives like these. You just want to have these around, especially when you're trying to go over 100 and all that. I'm like, oh. Oh, uh, oh we're going to oh. go over 100, oh. huh? Okay. okay. It's going to be yeah. that kind of drive. I was like, hey, I guess he wants to get home real quick. I don't know what the deal is. Good <laughs> on him. Cannonball run, too. Yeah, right. So just wonderful, man. We had talked about cars the whole time, you know, while we were driving from the airport and stuff. It's just like a wonderful guy. And I just sort of wonder, like, was this a guy the buyer hired to do that. Yeah. Totally, it doesn't like, sound like a friend driver, to me. Right. I don't know. Like maybe he just happened to have a friend who does this a bunch, but it seemed to me like this guy was just a guy that drives cars for people from other places. Yeah. Um, but yeah, perfectly wonderful man to talk to. And like, you know, I wish him the best with the car, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> interesting. Huh? Uh, yeah, I know. Right. Not at all how I expected that day to go. No. Uh, Crazy. And my other my other gas related topic was uh, I, I have an office chair here and I replaced the gas <laughs> cylinder in it. Have you ever tried to do this with an office chair before? I've do you know what even, I'm talking about? The, uh, uh, the thing that makes it springy, mm-hmm. uh, which is where you get your resistance on pushing back on the chair, I assume, or, or on pushing up and down on the chair, right? Yes. Yes. And so I had, you know, I've had this chair for quite a long time and it would slip sometimes, right? So like you, you have it in the up position and it would just like start to slide down, right? Huh. With like, without me touching the thing, just like I'm sitting here and it just goes, right? Okay. And like I put on some pounds, but I'm not that, you know, I'm not <laughs> that heavy here. That couldn't be it. Um, and you know, so reading about it all over the internet and pisses are like, look, the only way to stop this is you need to replace this cylinder. Here are the step-by-step instructions of how you do it. Like, okay. I can do this. Okay. The, the replacement part is like 60 bucks. 
Like, that's kind of a lot, but this chair was expensive, so mm, okay, sure, I'm gonna try it. Two should, trips to Home Depot. Should later. we have done this? <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is your time worth, JJ? Well, you know, uh, not. I regret it. Right? The Aww. amount. The amount. The chair doesn't slip anymore, or it hasn't yet. Okay. But the amount of time and heartache I had to spend doing this versus just either living with it or buying a new chair wasn't worth it. Oh. <laughs> uh, I did eventually get that siller out, but let me tell you, when they say, like, you know, 10 to 12 hard blows with a hammer, they're not joking. You need to hit it really freaking hard. <laughs> And, like, you think you're breaking the, like, piece of metal or whatever that you're doing? Yeah, you probably are. <laughs> and oh, no. you need to hit it harder. Um, but, you know, it eventually came out. Um, you know, WD-40 and all kinds of stuff to try and get this thing. Um, and it did eventually come out. But good Lord, man. I, as I, I think I said in our group chat, in order to want to attempt this, your chair had better be worth, A, more than $100, and B, more than several hours worth of your time both of those things. I feel like if the chair is worth that amount of money, you call the manufacturer and you know, that like, was the takeaway, right? I should have yeah. just seen how much it costs to like, what is the repair price on this? If I'd called a hotline or something. Okay. But you Oof. know, Hey, I could, I feel confident now I could change one of these on literally any office chair because they're all <laughs> not that complicated. Did you, you have all the tools now? Just set them in a box for next time you get a phone call. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say now I know who to call when my chair breaks. Yeah, you're. Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm just telling you what to do. You're doing it, man. <laughs> I got. I got mine on sale. A deep sale. I'm. Uh, I'm sure I'm willing to let it go. <laughs> yeah, I think that the real takeaway for me was like, if this had gotten to be so big of a problem, eh, you know, probably just time to get a new chair. Okay. PSA for everyone else out there. Maybe it's yeah. best sometimes. Time value of money, guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what we're all about. <laughs> all right. Speaking of the time value of money, JJ. Yes? Was it worth my text message to you to tell you to log in to Halo or not? Uh, I'm going to go with, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I did eventually get the achievement, so I guess it worked out. Yeah. Michael, there's an achievement in Halo for uh, logging in on a specific day. To Halo okay. 4. Yeah. But it would not unlock for him. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. I played the like first part of that mission like three times. I played like almost the whole mission once. And it just didn't like me. I don't know what it was. And then like I quit the game and started it up again like several times. And then eventually one time it just showed up. And I was like, oh, why now? <laughs> That's yeah. bizarre. Did you like the uh, the little changes they had made to that thing? Since we, we logged into it last? I definitely hadn't been like paying any attention to their season stuff, but I think the we had talked about how their season stuff is like you can just apply your points towards yeah, any season. Thing, every season is cool. persistent. So no matter what you do, if you earn points, you can apply them to any season at any time. It's like the battle pass system, but you own every battle pass at once. And you could just go back and pick which one you want the rewards from. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then that weird little like rotating shop or something. Yeah. So is the new rotating? thing that that was in there is is called the exchange, and I guess that is a rotating shop. 
of hard to get achievement items from previous seasons. So like if you, if you weren't able to do the thing that I did where I found a group for, to, for that, um, remember when I said that one of the skins for one of the characters from ODST was on like a, you, we were oh, going to have to right, go get yeah. a group. You had to do that. It was like murder runs. Where yeah. You had we were going to have to like play for like two hours or something straight. Right. Um, and not die in a, uh, what was it? What legendary those, those wave missions, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so some people it, it's, look not to be fair, unfair because I'm not that person don't have the skill or the time to do that kind of thing. Um, and I think they listened to that and said, okay, fine, get season points, other places. And here's a store you can re- buy rotating items from that kind of stuff in. Very cool. It's a good idea. I think um, it goes to my consistent philosophy of don't gatekeep people out of stuff, you know, mm-hmm. just make it available. Like, sure. The hard way to do it is that e- is sometimes going to be the easiest way or the most efficient way for some people, but like give people some kind of way if they don't have that skill or time. Or it may be the fastest way in some instances, right? You don't have to wait for the shop to come around to offer the one thing you want again. Yep. It's just there. If you can go do the thing. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Well, speaking of Windows and Xbox and Microsoft and all that stuff, would you guys like to delve into this article for a few minutes that JJ linked? Yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> Michael so... sounds very excited. <laughs> <laughs> the article's title is Game Pass for PC is, and then he stopped capitalizing correctly, not good enough. For some reason, we didn't capitalize not good or enough. The thing that you're misunderstanding is Xbox Game Pass for PC is a brand term. And so it's capitalized because all those parts are part of the brand. I know, but why not capitalize the title of your article? Yeah, I don't have any any help for you there. Unless the title of the article is Game Pass PC Problems. I can't quite tell. Uh, because then the URL is Game Pass PC has a long way to go. It was a lot of names for this article before it hit. Uh, we'll shout the author out here. Jez Gordon. Jez Corden. Yeah. Jez Corden. I can't. This font is so small. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I think the... And I think the, this person is talking purely from a PC perspective, right? I the, disagree with that on, statement, actually. When, it's on Windows Central. I uh, I believe what he is talking about is the app for PC, but I don't think his perspective is PC-only minded. Okay. So the app for PC is not for the PC? No, I, I, what I'm saying is some of the comparisons that are made here are um, contingent on knowing what the Xbox offers. Versus the PC. Uh, I see. Okay. You're talking about like on the console versus the PC. Yeah. 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 I, I think some of the issues I have had with the game pass system really has nothing to do with the idea of game pass itself. And more about the idea that a lot of this stuff revolves around the things that I don't like about windows and windows 10. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, And he hits on some of it in this article, but like, Personally, the UWP stuff has been the oh, thing man. that frustrates me with yeah, those apps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because Xbox Game Pass for PC uses that Microsoft Store, it uses those UWP apps, which are mm-hmm. often, and the author points out a bunch of examples, 
inferior versions of apps that are available on other PC storefronts just because they use UWP and the other ones don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. like The other ones have more options. They run better in some instances or they just have like, or they're updated more frequently or faster. Yeah. That's the meat, I think, of this article. And when I read this article, uh, the beginning, I, I, I broke his article down into uh, eight points that he makes. Uh, there's like eight sections. And some of them are rambly. Some of them are not well-defined. Some of them contradict each other. But when you yeah. get into the UWP, he's very uh, concise and clear of that. And I think uh, it comes to that point where he says you know, this is the real issue. And it's like, this, this is the real issue, but it's also, I think UWP has been an issue since windows eight. Since it was introduced, it has been an issue and it hasn't stopped being an issue. Yes. Right? Uh, it, yes. But in this, he does mention that windows 11 will not be using UWP. Yes. Right? But has, has nothing to say about how that might impact performance. Uh, well, Microsoft has nothing to say about that either. So right, I don't know right, how right. he would have anything. You know. Sure, I mean, sure. The, that's not a dig. And then the problem is that like the requirements on Windows 11 are like barely out there. The, sure, you can barely even download a beta of the thing. So yeah, probably people don't know. I w- I want to I'll speed through it because I want to break down his arguments for people that may read this article. Um, I've been a I'm not a like a, I'm going to try to sell it to you. We're not sponsored by a game pass or PC or anything like that, but I have been slightly enamored by the concept of game pass or PC. Uh, and I am a subscriber to it. I'm currently playing Celeste on it. Um, so some of the issues that he raises here are an experience related that I had to say, like I didn't have those experiences. Right. Mm-hmm. So like the first thing he says in this article is that the, He's he's infuriated that uh, the the store front or the Xbox app is not an instantaneous load like Steam is, um, because you know that's that's what it should be in this day and age, quote unquote. I did some tests with the other apps that are similar to this in terms of what they offer. Some of the ones he quotes, even um, Origin and GOG, and and I think it was Epic, also took forever to load at initial startup. Um, it's true, Steam was instantaneous, and Epic, once it was loaded, was pretty quick. But I think it's kind of like an unfair assessment of an app to say that it's not instantaneous, because some people's internet is just not going to keep up no matter what. Um, and it's not abhorrently slow. Like, I use it... When it starts up, it takes a long time, which is why I have it start up with the computer. And after that, it's pretty much fine. I don't, I don't know that that's something to knock on necessarily, unless you guys think that it is. Yeah, that's a startup times are like super variable because like, what if you know this person is not having it start up at, or not having it start up at startup? Yeah, yeah, and uh-huh. you know you can mitigate some and. Again, like it's so weird. Windows is so weird about just in general, like the order you do things and the order other things get opened and what else you're doing at the same time. And it's super hard to like gauge that stuff without like really dedicated testing specifically to that. And who knows if this person was, you know, doing yeah. that stuff. Well, I, look, not to seems, say that they're no, no they're lying here. It's just he, that they, no, absolutely a, not. 
they're, they're also not benchmarking like sure. here's how long this one took and this there one was took. no was direct saying, benchmarking i did some some back of my watch benchmarking and it didn't seem like it was noticeable um and and it's hard for me not to see a slight agenda in this article there's a quote in here Game Pass for PC is an utterly subpar experience in many respects to the point that no amount of great games could offset how frustrating it is to use. I don't know that that's true. I think that's a matter of opinion. Uh, oh, and I, I don't think the writer here is attempting to present these things as facts. This is his opinion on the service. Sure. Right? Uh, well, his opinion on well, the service is on Windows Central, and it says it's not good enough and has a long road ahead and has problems. And it's like, well, we, then we should be fair about what the problems are. And I think there are some that are raised here that are absolutely true. Um, I'm not sure. I went through all the features he listed, and I wanted to debate some of them with you guys. Um, some of the features he listed that were quote-unquote missing from Game Pass for PC. So he said messages took forever to try and send. I don't know what that means because I hit Windows G and my Xbox messaging system is right there and I can text Ken Rollo who's on his Xbox right now. So I don't okay. know what, what he means by that. Are you sitting there and seeing Ken's side and seeing how fast he sees the message? Um, I have done it when... I So I actively play... State of Decay 2 with Ken on my side on the PC and he's on an Xbox and uh, it's instantaneous between how long we message together if we're trying to work out an audio issue or something like that. Okay. I don't know what that is. Yeah. I, so I don't know what he's talking about there. I wish it was more defined, right? He, his laundry list is very quick. And so I don't know sometimes if, if that stuff is what he means, but I have a tr- tough time. He says there's no... I can no- definitely say that the... My experience with the Xbox app and the friend list there is that it's a pain to use. Okay. I, like I said, Windows G brings it up for me and, and it works just fine. So I don't I don't have the same experience, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's fair to mention if, if some of us don't have the same experience. Um he says there's no right click. I don't I don't understand that one either. If I right click a game uh just like if I right click a game in uh in Steam, it brings up a list of things like uh, launch game, view details, create desktop shortcut, or uninstall game. So I don't know when the article is written. Maybe they added that after. Um, it says there's not many options as game man- as, as many game options management. I wanted to know what you guys think about, like, or what you use in terms of, like, options management for games in Steam. Because he's kind of correct. There's not really much to manage. Like if I click on Celeste here and I look for the options for management, right? It's just like uninstall or view game in in Finder, right? Uh, I don't. There's not like DLC to manage with that per se. I guess I could go to State of Decay and see how that's managed, but um, that's the only thing I could think of is like DLC management. I guess so. Well, go ahead, Michael. Um, I, I think for me, the the most that I've ever really had to do in terms of management was pretty recently, actually, when I was adding non-Steam games to Steam. Sure. Right. Steam Steam does a good job of making the the process pretty seamless if you buy something off their storefront. But if you are if you already owned a game before you started using Steam and you wanted it as part of your library or mm-hmm. you bought 
a game separately, um, like JJ and I did with um, Azure and Zero in the Trails series. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but you want them in Steam because they came with all the all the icons and stuff to make them look like a true Steam game. Um, then you, there are times when you have to go, you know, go into the manager and fiddle with things. Yeah. And even, you know, even steam is, is kind of fiddly with, um, where certain pictures are used and how you, how you update those pictures without it impacting anything else that you've uploaded. Well, at least you have the option, I guess. Cause I, so for me, yeah. I would never have done something like that. I've, if I've added non steam games to steam, I put in the key and I just live with whatever it gives me. And so like, I don't fiddle around. So that's why I wanted to ask what you guys would thought might be missing here. So that's definitely not in here. You can't add non steam games or manage any of those types of games. The other big one that I can think of is like, Hey, I want to install this to a different location than the rest of all my games. Mm -hmm. And I know you can do that from steam. It is deeply buried in menus. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like if I want to install this to like my slow hard drive because I know this game doesn't, you know, it was built for a PC from 2004 or whatever and mm-hmm. it doesn't care. Mm-hmm. You know, like already your spinning plate hard drive is faster than this thing expects. Sure. So, uh that capability, especially for like super old games that like I don't want taking up space on my SSD. Yeah. Like the ability to move them to a different drive is something I would want. I don't know if the Microsoft app has that or not, but I would like that feels like something even if you bury it deep in a menu that should be somewhere um there's like a choose where this app installs stuff yeah but in then the does it install everything there yeah or... does it allow for multiple locations i'm like, gonna can guess... i have one game installed here and a bunch of games installed over there because that's like what i want right yeah so i don't know there is a feedback hub by the way i'm writing stuff down so to put in there um, yeah after we're done with this right um, I don't know if you can change it per, like if you go into this setting, um, and then change it after if the games stay in the list and you can still launch them, maybe I should try that. I don't know. I don't know how I that would works. be very careful because I have a deep suspicion that that is going to like invalidate all of your windows builds until it redownloads them and moves them. Yeah. I've heard it's a possible. lot of horror stories. It's definitely possible. I, I can't say, I don't know. The Windows um, Store is bad about some of that stuff. Uh, the other one uh, that I can think of off the top of my head is launch options. Launch options. Are, yeah, they don't have that. Are super niche. It's like 99% of the time you don't bother with them. Sure. But that 1% of the time, it makes the game that was like a stuttering garbage mess into like, oh my God, this plays great. And you yeah. mean like like uh, administration modes and stuff like that or something else? So in some so for some games in Steam you can just like there's a straight up uh box so the current Steam UI I don't remember how it used to work but you can edit a like there's a box you can edit that when it runs the game it will do like you know game exe dash word dash number dash whatever right and those things mean things to the program and sometimes they'll unlock hidden modes or like enable features or something, change the way the graphics work in some way that can fix problems. Mm-hmm. And specific, uh, specifically, like I'm thinking about Jedi Fallen Order has a launch option that I'm using right now uh, that like changes the texture caching 
yeah. amount from 1024 to 2048 to smooth out like the weird hitchiness that happens in that game sometimes. You know, you know what's interesting about that? I was going to leave this for the end, but you brought it up now. Uh, Fallen Order is now on EA Play, which is part of the Game Pass subscription. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for X dollars a month, you could be playing Fallen Order through through Game Pass. Um, as an option. I mean, I own it. I own it. Um, cause it wasn't that option when I wanted to play it. Right. Which is the other thing about it is you don't own the game or whatever, but that's a separate argument. I think, I mean, you know, you're getting right. into and it. I, and I, I think this author doesn't even bring the ownership of the games up I, as one of the things I would never. I is, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Fair. Right. Yeah. It's you fair to not bring it up you're because into that, that yeah, kind it, of stuff. Like you don't own any of this stuff. You no. just are, it's at, at Microsoft's whim. Sometimes you will be able to play them sure. or not, right? Uh, you know, and recently they just added a coming soon section, which I thought was great. They never had that before. So now, now I know that in three days, Hades is going to get added to the system. Oh, dude, you need to play Hades. I see. See? It's interesting um, to, to live in that architecture, but I can't say that's a fault of the system because that's the system they made, right? Um, he mentions yeah. there's no patch notes for games. Um, just displayed on their pages or whatever. You have to kind of either go find them or um, for some some games like Halo especially or other games, they put the patch notes right when you boot the game. So like State of Decay, if it gets an update, you'll get a ping right when you start it. Like here's the patch. Um, that's fine. I mean, I, I could see that. You know, if you're really, really into patch notes, which this author is, uh, that would be annoying. Um, JJ, this one's probably especially for you. Mod libraries do not exist. Uh, my response yeah. to that was duh, because UWP. So, right. You know, we're, we're complaining about this separately, but it's like already a known issue that with UWP mods, um, are going to be almost impossible unless you can work around them. And so I don't know if you're going to talk about UWP in the article, you put this there, I think, um, they have added a section. So like when I look at stated to K2 or a few other games, it has a little tag on it and says works with mods. So they at least know the issue exists. It's not like they're ignoring it, but I don't know how you get around that architecture currently. Right. Um, yeah. And the last thing he says was missing is, um, <laughs> community features such as discussion boards. <laughs> I, I feel like that's that's kind of a personal preference, right? I'm I'm sure that there are plenty of people who use Steam or GOG who are perfectly content to use them without needing any kind of input from the greater community at large. They just want to launch it and start their game. That was in fact, exactly that, what I wrote down, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, that is the way the Epic Store works currently. Yep. There are no yes. discussions yeah. Yeah. of any I, sort to be had. I, my point was going to be those two things. The direct competitors, it's not a guarantee. And some people like me never use the features. I, I would not care if Steam had community boards or not. Sometimes it's nice to, the, to be able to look up a problem. Yeah, I was going to yes. say, I think the ha being able to access the community in order to see like, Hey, is this a widespread issue that people already know about or something that developers know about? Or are there like, if I get stuck in a certain part of a game or something, are there guides or are there like helpful resources that the community has already created? Yeah. And that stuff is useful to me. And that's really the only thing I use those discussions for. I never 
go in and post stuff unless I'm having a bug and I'm trying to get it solved with other people, right? Yeah. The, the internet's a big place, though. And so if Microsoft, you know, they're the biggest company out there, I guess. And so maybe they should install something like this in the long run. But like, you know, GOG has no interest in doing that or... Uh, they, GOG has it. What are you talking oh, about? True. They have huge boards. I mean, yeah, they do. I'm staring. I'm staring at Epic, and I said GOG. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. be, you know, it doesn't. It doesn't matter, right? Like, you can go to Steam. You can go to GOG. You can go to YouTube. You can. So, like, I don't know that I would care. I, I've definitely used Steam boards to solve problems with BattleTech when it came out. Yeah, that was two years ago. That's the last time I used a Steam board. You know, you don't care about it until you do, right? Yeah, 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 that's, absolutely. That's I so about those. I just think it's like a not a recurring issue, right? Um, then yeah. he gets he gets into UWP. We everybody knows UWP sucks. It's a container system. It doesn't work. It, it breaks mods. You have to. They've tried to fix it with the unpackaging, but unpackaging can be broken too when things update. Um, it's just an ecosystem they have to work in until Windows 11, and I don't. I don't know why we're still talking about it, you know? I mean, you know, it's fair to mention that it is a thing. Not everyone knows how this stuff works. And it also... That UWP is a thing and that it's breaking stuff. Most of those people are never going to know because they don't... They're not going to care. Probably. Um, Worse game versions, JJ, you mentioned... I have to take his word for it. I, I The only thing I've noticed is that they do a bad job of so like state of decay is the a good example of this there are two or three versions of that game there's like the ultimate edition the collector's edition and the regular edition the regular edition is free for game pass owners but not the ultimate or the other editions but if you install the regular edition all the DLC that makes it an ultimate edition is also installed. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. Uh, something wacky happens there. uh, They list a couple instances in this article. And again, I have no firsthand experience. I don't have this either. But they definitely mentioned like some games here where there are straight up features that are just not implemented in the Windows Store version that are implemented in other versions of the game. Yeah, I don't know how you get there. I I can't speak to how that happens. Um, and if he noticed it, then you know it's probably true. So I think it is funny. He has another quote here that I laughed at actually. Uh, Microsoft is allowing developers to use their own content delivery networks for the Windows 11 Store revamp, thankfully. And we'll ditch the container uh, uh, requirements, blah, blah, blah. Hold on. I lost it. Ditch the container for game apps being listed on the store. But will those existing developers go in and update their games to Windows 32 versions? I doubt it. Okay. Sure. But the the game still works. But that's not a... That's also not a criticism of Game Pass. That's it's, a yeah, choice on the part yeah, of the developers. Ex- exactly, right? Like that's I don't see how that's Microsoft's issue. And then uh the, the follow up to that is even if they did, comma, it would probably be at the loss of Xbox Xbox achievements in the process. What? <laughs> well, so the in 
maybe I don't understand, but if you're using that Xbox app, right, it's tying into the Xbox achievement system and uh-huh. all that stuff, right? Yeah. So if you take that Xbox, like if you deploy out of that Xbox thing and you're using like some other content delivery service, can you still have achievements? Yes, because I get achievements for the MCC and I bought the MCC through Steam. Right, because they made the conscious choice to include the Xbox app connection in the Steam version yeah. of that game. So right. does that work for like non Microsoft? If they just take the Steam version and deploy it to the Microsoft store. So there we've, now we now finally have gotten we right? have finally gotten to we have finally gotten to the big thing I put at the end of this, which is he's conflating the Microsoft store and the Xbox store multiple times. The Xbox uh, for Game Pass app multiple times. Multiple I mean, times. Because why are they two separate stores? Why isn't it the same thing? Because I, I don't interact. Like he has multiple times in here talked about the Microsoft store and its problems. And it's like, I don't interact with the Microsoft store. I don't have any of these problems because the Game Pass app is not that app. Right. Like it's it's just not. And so, like, I don't understand the conflation here of like, well, if they update them in the Microsoft store, I'm going to lose my achievements. It's like you might because uh, I have, let's say, Gears of War in here. Right. I played it on the Xbox 360. Well, if I play Gears of War through Game Pass, that's the uh, Gears of War for Windows 10 version. And there's different different achievements for that. So I'd have to earn the achievements again. But like, it doesn't mean there's no achievements. And um, you know, if you're getting a better version of a game and it's getting updated and you have to redo the achievements, come on. I mean, it doesn't delete your old achievements anyway. You still have them. Now you get to double up. If you really care about achievements, you got more points out of it. <laughs> I mean, you're not getting more points, right? You're just getting... No, you are because the, the old one's still in your Xbox profile. So you, all the achievements you got playing it again, you'd, you'd keep oh, because of the new version would have yeah. new ones. Hmm. So I don't know. I I feel like there's conflation. I mean, I think he's it, I obviously think, a Windows I think it is guy fair. and knows I think this it stuff. Is, I think it is fair to conflate the Windows Store and the Xbox app because until you told me this, I thought they were like offshoots of the same thing. But he's the writer for this stuff, so I wonder why why he's comparing apples and oranges here. Because I I literally do never open the Microsoft Store. I open the Xbox app, and I have Game Pass here as a thing. I click on lumens remastered and i install it and it just goes from here so i don't i don't know a lot of people commented on this article with their problems as well all of them say microsoft store does this microsoft store does that i i don't i don't have the issues they have i don't know why i haven't experienced any of the issues these people have had um, I mean, because you're not buying anything on the Microsoft store, right? Exactly. You're only yeah, using I'm using the Game, the Game Pass, Pass app, which is what we're supposed to be talking about, right? Um, But, like, if he wants to buy things from the storefront, you can't buy things from the Game Pass app. Uh, can you? Yeah, yeah. And, and if you sign up for Game Pass and you buy through the Game Pass app, you get a 20% discount. And then I assume that links to your store account somehow, so you could then always have it in case you don't have Game Pass. I have no idea how that works. I think you have avoided all the problems people have with this system by never using the Microsoft Store. (laughs) And you are somehow lucky that you don't have to do that. I could could see that as an argument. Absolutely. I'm not saying I'm... 
Keep it up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Don't, well, don't change. I feel like now at this point I sound like some sort of shill, but he's not wrong about um, at the end of the article. He says there's no official roadmap that's been posted about what they're going to do with Windows 11. Um, I think they absolutely should tell people like, hey, this is what's going to happen to Game Pass and Windows 11, you know? Um, but I don't I feel like they know need that to I... If people have already paid for... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. I paid for games because I have Game Pass and it gave me a discount and I didn't want to lose the game when it got off of Game Pass. And what happens to their games? Yeah, tell tell them. That that should happen now. Like, because really like, if I can't run some of these games because they're Windows, you know, whatever only. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I'm on Windows 11, I'd be pretty, pretty mad, that's, I think. That's probably. a really good criticism, I think, that he and, has at the very end of this. Even if you could, if, you know, Windows is, has integrated compatibility mode, if you run something in compatibility mode to 10, is it going to try and re-implement the UWP on you? Good question. And how do they get around that? Don't know. <laughs> Seems like there are certainly valid and also some less valid. Yeah. And I, I think completely not valid criticisms here. I think, I think absolutely he has very good observations that people should listen to. And I mean, I even wrote down some stuff when we talked about features that I'm going to put into the, the comment database uh, that they've given me. Um, I just don't know that I agree with his conclusion that it's not good enough. I think listen to what we've said here, understand that if you want to do mods, you should probably buy through steam and, and really realize what you're getting by paying the money you're paying. And it's, it's a harder sell now that they've upped the price by, I think $4 or whatever it was. Um, but if you yeah. play games the way that I have started to in in this stage of my life, it might not be that bad a deal. And I definitely don't agree that it isn't good enough, especially considering what's coming later this year. You know, like the launch, everything's every launch title comes to to Game Pass for PC as well as the Xbox. So, you know, if I pay for how how much is an Xbox One these days or an Xbox Series X? Yeah, I was going to say the Series X and the Series S are the thing you're considered on, right? It's like a the S is 300 or 330 or something like that, and the X is 400 or 500. Right. So let's round down to 300, maybe? 300 for the S, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, that's a lot of months of Game Pass for PC, and I already have a PC. I think the important thing to point out, though, is the Game Pass experience you get on that S or the Series S or Series X is different. Absolutely. And actually, more games typically come to that console version than the PC version. That's fair. So that's like, and Microsoft is 100% bad about saying that. I think if I yep. owned one, I'd be very happy to sign up for it. But I'd have to own that oh, yeah. and not a huge gaming PC. Right, totally. Right? It's like It feels like a no-brainer if you have the console already. It's just like, why would you not just get games that you can play whenever you want? Like, yeah. Right, the Netflix for games, almost, right? It's almost there. Yeah. 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 You, mean, you mean Stadia? Stadia. Oh, my <laughs> God. Is it dead really? yet? Can we stop? <laughs> no, but... May as well be. Is it an Ouya yet? It's heading that way for sure. Well, I think uh, we gave it a fair shake. I don't know if you guys had any more comments on that article. We covered everything I wanted to say. Yeah. Yeah. 
I I don't want to sound like too much of a shill because again, corporations are not your friend, but I think they're building something that is listening to people. And some of these concerns are probably going to get addressed, you know? And you know, it, it certainly works for you and yeah. the situation and that you find yourself in. Definitely. And so it's great. Yeah. It is definitely situationally dependent, right? Like if you know, you only want to play two or three games, then just both guy buy those games on steam. Like we say on sale, right. You know, yeah. If you want to try out a lot of games, maybe this is the way. I don't know. All right. Uh, speaking of, of comparing PCs and Xboxes, the Steam hardware survey finally popped up on my computer after years of not seeing a request for a Steam hardware survey. Uh, and I got one from um, Halo as well when I got into that flight for Infinite. Oh, yeah. I thought the results for this were fascinating uh, and speak to one very (laughs) incredible thing as well as uh, some surprising stuff. So I just wanted to go over it real quick. I don't know if you guys have done them recently. Um, Pretty long time. Yeah. I think when I last did one. Yeah, it's been a long time for me, too. Windows 10 is 90% of the Steam market. Completely unsurprised. Yeah. Most people have six, 16 gigabytes of RAM, which I thought was surprising. Would you think it would be less? Uh, You know, yeah. I thought 8 gigabytes would be more popular than it is. Hmm. The other thing I thought was a little crazy is, uh, considering we're entering the 4K gaming realm, 70% of monitors are 1080p. <laughs> I thought kind that's of funny. not that's not surprising to me at all actually no I mean it I would believe it but like considering how fast people are are pushing uh higher higher and higher resolution graphics it's like what well, what are we doing why if ever seventy percent of people can't even see them four k monitors are like impossible or crazy expensive i would so like I would never buy a four k monitor not never but yeah. like not even not even close even if I had a thirty eighty would I not consider I would I would still stick with my 1440p monitor. Why would I ever go to 4K? Yeah, it's just it's too the text gets too small at some point, you know. Yeah. Well, and just you lose the advantage of having finally stepped up your graphics card to a thing that can handle 1440 hertz and 14, you know, 40, uh, 144 hertz, 1440, uh, you know, graphics. Right? Like that's a hard ask to begin with. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. I just think that it's uh not at all surprising. Here's here's the funny thing and the all, the only reason I wanted to talk about the survey. Are you ready? Uh video card description most popular GeForce GTX 1060 with 10%. Okay. You have to Those go are- you have to go down four spots to find a 20 series card. You have to go down 14, 14 spots to find a 3070. I mean, that isn't surprising, right? The third, no, most 30 that series part... cards have been impossible to find since they came out. Basically. I know. Yeah. Uh, 3070 the... is 1%, 1.5%. 
the well the nvidia geforce 3070 is 1.5 there are more 30 series cards listed in here yeah the, sure the, but the, if you the, added up all the 30 series you're gonna hit 10 percent. i doubt it no no no, no certainly not yeah. it, the funny thing is that you know, those 1060s are like pretty good cards for running a lot of games especially if you want to run at 1080p and you don't care like necessarily about hitting 60 frames all the time and those cards are cheap man you can get those for like 200 bucks i think yeah like if if what you want to do is play like world of warcraft or final fantasy 14 or those kinds of games mm-hmm. man those little cards will take you all the way you don't need anything else that thing is good enough yep um i figured so, i figured yeah. it was a builder 1060s are probably the the go-to builder gtx you know yeah, because they're they 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 hit that two hundred dollar price point, and once a graphics card gets to two hundred bucks, that's like that's the money. Put the it everywhere. Yeah. yeah, it goes into everything at that point, right? Yep. Yeah, uh, I thought it, this is a little cool, little fascinating breakdown. You have to go down what ten spots to hit an AMD card at all. It's just cool. Yeah, it's cool to see. So it's it's interesting to me that that was the one that I that I was fascinated by you can start to see the drift in processors between AMD and Intel and I wonder if that's going to take a sharper dip away from Intel as the new AMD generation comes out because all the reviews say that it's kind of reached a tipping point you mean the Nvidia and AMD or Intel HD because no, they have I'm, looking proce- I'm looking at processors, AMD and Intel. Oh, the, oh you're the in the processor chart. Up sorry, at the top. sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh, let me get up the, the CPU chart. Okay. Uh, where is that processor usage by manufacturer? Yeah, I mean it's drifted down over time. You had 70, 80 percent in 2020. You're down to like 70 percent here. I don't know about getting under 50 anytime soon, but you've definitely they've dropped 10 percent in the last year. I don't know. I still probably wouldn't trust an AMD device. I think the I thought that uh, it's interesting that you brought that up because the thing I thought you were going to want to talk about was the fact that Linux hit one percent of OSs this year. <laughs> yes. The first year that that's ever happened. Uh, I wonder what that number will be once we start to see Steam decks. I will guarantee you it will go up because those <laughs> generally are by default run. A Linux version. Yeah, but so. will they count that, or will they separate it into Steam OS? Uh, it's a, it's it's Linux underneath. It'll be lumped. It'll be lumped under the Linux heading, probably. Right. The way they have it divided up. It's oh, like oh, oh heading, okay. Sorry, you're in a different section like, looking at that. Okay, I see it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, huh? Well, anyway, I thought this was a cool little thing that I hadn't looked at in years. And uh, I thought it was funny to see the 1060 still reigning in a world where thirties exist and we just can't get them. So everyone's still running tens and 1080 P's. <laughs> it's all about the price. It's all about the yeah availability uh, and price. A, I mean, it's the availability, right? Like if those cards were just available and anyone who wanted them could buy them, that number would jump a bunch. I think, mm-hmm. cause I think, reasonably you're like you had to go so far down to hit any 20 series card right yeah a lot of people skipped that 20 series cards because they didn't consider them much of an upgrade over the 10 series ones rightfully and so they've been waiting 
And now that now these thirty series cards are out, but then you can't get them. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. But um, I don't know. We wrap up real quick here. I I didn't uh, play. I played some Tetris ninety nine. By the way, JJ. Uh, oh, good. I hit top ten in my first game back. Uh, Warzone's in bad trouble. I don't know if you guys have seen, but a lot of the pros are quitting. Uh, and going over to Apex, JJ, if you want to get back on Apex. I haven't played Apex in a long time. I guess I could do that. And uh, I'm midway through Celeste Chapter 4. I'm trying, you guys. I'm trying. I got the Crystal Heart from there. Nice. Okay, nice. Yeah, that was a weird one. Still, uh, Pushing down still digging on, the clouds. on the white box. No, I don't like the clouds very much. <laughs> um, no one likes the clouds. They suck. I'm now going to force my, well, my way through the rest of this game, but... Uh, I may have discovered about myself how hard I want my platformers to be. <laughs> you know, it's it is a game that will definitely help you find which side of this line you're on. That was. Did, uh, you, did you ever play Super Meat Boy? I did, and I think I quit. Okay, I was like, even some of the levels in Celeste where you are, the later levels in Meat Boy were much harder than these. Yeah, I don't. I never finished Meat Boy. I'm almost certain. Okay. Um, but that's, you know, that's kind of in general how it goes for me. I can't begrudge the game for being what it is. Um, I don't think it's a bad game. I just, I'm slow. I'm slow. I'm slow because I know that I'm going for strawberries and I shouldn't. Um, but it's hard to pass them up sometimes. There is, there is a level coming up for you, Andy, that, that you will find interesting in that respect. Okay. Got it. Well, I'm, I'm closer to the end of four than the beginning for sure. Um, okay. I didn't, but that's my short update. I don't, I wanted to hear if JJ, you had an update on uh, Fallen Order before we get out of here. Sure, uh, I've played a whole bunch more. Um, I've been to Kashik now twice. Okay, did you? So you have run into Saw Gerrera. Yep, Saw Gerrera is a Star Wars character. Sure is. How did you like what Saw Gerrera did on Kashik? Seems like not. Great. Yeah. Not the... I mean, he showed up in that Rogue One movie, and I was kind of like, hey, this is a guy that I was supposed to have learned about somewhere else. Uh, Clone Jim. Wars, yeah. And <laughs> uh, Re- and Rebels. Yeah, so I didn't. Uh, and was just like, alright, whatever, he's here, now he's gone, alright, who cares? Uh, and so it was interesting to see him. It's like, alright, yeah, they got the guy, this is that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm finding the game fun. I'm uh, I'm not having trouble really with any of the bosses or anything. I'm just kind of running around and murking people with my lightsabers however I want to do. Uh, it's been good. I don't know. I like this game. It's a fun game. It's very like... It, there's action, but I don't find it terribly challenging, which is still fine because I'm doing cool lightsaber stuff. I think you maybe need to bump up the difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the second Thanks. highest one. What am I supposed to do? Like, You're making I, us I look bad, the man. One that's like, I can go up to the like nightmare level one or whatever, but I didn't want to do that for my first playthrough. Are you controllering it, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. The I think the thing that maybe uh, I have after playing Sekiro, I, I can parry stuff real good. <laughs> and the yeah. parries in this game are incredibly overpowered. <laughs> uh, parry in that game is very strong. Uh, and because if you can get good at parrying literally anything, uh, well, cause, except for the stuff where they tell you you can't parry it, uh, 
you can do like I don't think I have actually attacked a stormtrooper with a blaster rifle since like the third one I ever saw. Yeah, I just, just bounce their shots back, back at them. I I never even bother. Uh, getting the the double bladed lightsaber has been extremely helpful. Oh, you already got it. Get, cool. Yeah, for when you get swarmed by dudes, uh, that's real helpful. Um, and is makes life way easier to bounce the shots back at other guys. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it's been pretty cool. I'm filling out quite a bit of the skill tree. I don't know what the like where the skill tree ends. Well, you've got the double bladed but... saber, so you now should be able to see most of the skill tree, if not all of it. Yeah, I have most of the skills already. There's definitely some stuff I don't have. A Man. lot of the stuff that requires like three pieces or two pieces and stuff I don't I don't have yet. Uh huh. But I, I have most of the rest of it. You're blasting through the game. Flying flying through content. Yeah, it's fun. Like I said, I, I haven't been like you know, stopped terribly yeah. hard by anything. I, I've certainly died many, many times. Okay. Um, not like I'm just like, you know, no death, no hit running through this thing. Like I get killed. It happens, but I don't lose progress too much. Sure. Um, you know, you die and then you go back and you find that guy and you stab that guy first. You know, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely um, parts on Dathomir where like, Oh, there's a guy behind that door. I'm dead. Yeah. So, uh, as a veteran of dark souls, I know, about the guy behind that door thing. Um, and as I'm walking around all those places, I just like, my hand is like an inch away from the parry button. <laughs> like the entire time. It's like, all right, I'm going through this door. Oh, jam the parry button. Quick, 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 quick. <laughs> like, or, you know, dodge or whatever. Yeah. Dodge um, roll is really good in that game too. I wish that dodge roll was not a double press on that button. I wish I could just press it in a direction and roll instead of the sidestep. Oh Yeah. The sidestep's good for some of the bosses, but I, I see what you mean. Have you finished the Tree of Life uh, yet? I rode a bird. Did you fight the sister at the top of that tree? Yeah. How did you like that fight? It was interesting. I don't know who that lady is. It doesn't matter. Um, you killed her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Some people I have talked to, I found that fight to be uh, very Bowser-esque. You know, you just sort of move out of the way. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. But some people have told me that that was their hardest fight sometimes. I think there are harder ones. I think there are yeah, harder I, ones. I don't know that I found... Yeah, I definitely like didn't have too much of an issue once it was like, oh, okay, I need a sidestep here. Yeah. And then get a couple attacks in and then back off. So have you finished Dathomir then? No. no. Okay. Got it. Right on, man. Yeah. Well, I think that'll do it for us today. We have a teaser for next time. I think we all finished He-Man. We did all finish He-Man. Yep. I think that we'll lead with that next time. Very good. Yeah. And if you're uh if you're into other terrible TV shows, <laughs> I'm playing into that internet hype about He-Man. Wow, wow, wow. No, I was on a podcast called Tangential Giants. You can go check that out. Tangential Giants. We talked about the Heroes TV show. That was pretty bad. Like, really bad. You know, remember that one with the powers? The original or the reboot? Both. Okay. Ooh. They're both horrendous television. Uh, But for this podcast, if you want to get in your thoughts on He-Man for next week, since we're teasing it now, because... Oh, yeah, we'll happily... 
uh, read about that stuff. If you didn't like it, especially, please send a text because I want to pick apart your arguments. <laughs> he will tell you why you're wrong. I don't know. Maybe, maybe wrong. <laughs> maybe not wrong. I don't know. We didn't just spoil it. They're wrong. Uh, you can send those to podcast at weweregamers.com. That's our email address. We are also on social media at weweregamers on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Check us out on all those places. Uh, if you find us on YouTube, search for We Were Gamers. You know, all one word there. That'll bring us up. I don't know what's why why it's one word, but it is. It is. Yeah. Uh, so please check us out those places, and you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast uh, app of choice. If you do it one word, we're the first hit. Yep. Yeah. I, I didn't think it was a bad article, but I definitely think he was not entirely uh, without a axe to grind. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I don't know that Windows Central is a, a non-biased, you know, yep. reporter or anything like that. But it just seems like I think there's good and bad to that app. I mean, it's just very bare bones, and I, I don't, I don't know why people expect everything in the world from everything all the time. Yeah, I think it's you know it's kind of a personalized experience, so your mileage may vary. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great way to put it. I think that that would be my title. Your mileage may vary. There are these problems. Be aware of them before you sign up. Yeah, I should play some Celeste. You should play some Celeste. Got my controller plugged in already. There you go. It's waiting for you. It's a loud game. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Yeah, it is a little bit. Like, I keep turning it down. And, uh... It just is loud all the time. Oh, how much it responds to the 2,300 deaths currently. I'm telling you, I'm bad. Nice. Not very good. I'd, uh, I can't check mine. I'm in the middle of a level. I have to quit out to pull up the numbers. Let me get that one. I don't think I can get that one. Oh, shit. That's... <laughs> Heaviest wind part that I've so far. Oh yeah, where you you barely can make forward progress uh, when you're walking. Yeah, it's not great. Sometimes though the heavy because of how heavy the wind is, it kind of limits the what they can ask you to do. So the platforms are much more exactly placed than in some of the areas that don't have wind or have lesser wind because your jumps will your dashes will only take you exactly so far. Oh crap. Ah. Uh, yeah, and I I finally learned the uh, jumping on the wind side of the wall trick. Yeah. Now you can kind of go up 
high jump and you drag it up the wall. Yep. The long jump that can see the wall. Oh shit! Sometimes I just like miss my first jump as well, like once I respawn. Because I've been trying to do other jumps and I just like. Oh, all the time, dude. You you get into the like muscle memory of being like, okay, I need to do this and do this and do this and do this, and you're not thinking about the first step because you've done the first one so many times and you just fat finger it. Yep. Oh, shit. Ugh. See, like this bubble. Like I can hit the bubble, but then fat finger. Yeah, uh, the bubbles. The bubbles to me are always one of those things that they give me trouble sometimes when there are a bunch of them in a row, because I'm already thinking ahead to the next direction, and, and probably, I, I, I match the stick in the wrong. Yeah, and I keep forgetting mm -hmm. you can like dash inside of them. Yep. And then dash again. So like I keep not that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hear ya. Well, I will leave you to it.